Welcome to the Business Growth Podcast with me, Kevin Miller. On this podcast, you're going to hear some awesome interviews from business leaders, experts, and entrepreneurs as they share their story, their journey, and some expert tips and insight of the things they've learned along the way. So sit back, enjoy, learn, and grow. And thanks for joining me. I've got Stephen Cornish in the studio with me. Um, Stephen is the managing director of Pentanet, basically Perth's powered internet, local fantastic startup story, and he's here to tell us more about it and a bit more about himself. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning, Kevin. It's it's been great to, to sort of talk to you off air, just learn a little bit about the business. Yeah. Um, tell us about yourself and you know how the the Pentanet story and how it all started. Well, yeah, how it all started. I guess I'm a big fan of internet and gaming, so I, I'm yeah, I love playing computer games. So I was playing League of Legends, which is a game that it's a very big online game. Yeah. And um, my ping and bandwidth and latency weren't very good, so I started looking into like different kinds of internet technologies. I was I was calling up trying to get like ADSL and Bond ADSL lines together with some of the other providers, just um, and they didn't really do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So I started looking into the fixed wireless technology, and I was getting at a really good time for the price point and delivery that was actually comparable or better to like the NBN. Yep. And I was, I was actually in a home that didn't even have NBN. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, kind of got really obsessed with the technology and ended up selling my house and building my first mobile tower. And yeah, then wow. because the technology kind of works on line of sight, you need to be able to see the tower to connect to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I connected the people that could see the tower and then I started to get inquiry from all over Perth. And so the next natural step was that I had to, you know, build more and more towers, which was kind of how... So Pentanet really, it was like solving a problem then in the early days. You yeah, you solving, a problem, to, yeah. solving my own problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that it was everyone else's problem as well. Yeah, no, that's, internet. And yet, obviously, you took a massive risk with, with selling the house to do it as well, which is, yeah. which is huge. Calculated risk. Yeah. And um, I was really passionate about it. Still am. But, you know, when you wake up and you, you know, all you think about is, you know, fixing the internet, it's, you know, destined to, to work and be good. So I mean I I don't know much about the gaming and the gaming side of things, but certainly I mean when you're when you're doing gaming, it, you want speed, you want um, yeah. you know you don't want dropouts, you want it to be consistent. Yeah, you want, yeah like low latency. Mm-hmm. You want to be close or connected to the server. So you need high speed and bandwidth for when you're doing like uploads and downloads. Um, but yeah, a common misconception is that gaming requires like really heavy download. Yeah, it's actually the latency, like it's the speed of the connection. Connecting to where you're playing to, that's yep. more important. Right, okay. That, that builds things, like creates things like lag if it's too too slow or there's too high latency. And did like obviously you identified you identified that problem? Did you think it was a problem for everyone else at that point, or did you just sort of say, oh well, you realised it was sort sorting out for yourself? But did you um, did you realise there was an opportunity in it? I guess is what yeah, I'm absolutely. I think yeah. If you you grow up and you live in Australia, you know that the internet is a bit behind. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a big opportunity if you can come and fix the internet yep. that situation. So it was that, but it was kind of, it was born out of you know just wanting to fix it for myself. Yeah. Um, but because it worked and it was just the technology was so effective, I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to kind of drop whatever I'm doing and, and do this, and give it a shot, yeah, mm. and, and take risks as you mm. mentioned with the house and things. And so, what were you doing at that point, work work wise? What were you you know were you were you working at that point? Yeah, and, well, I've got like an engineering background, so I was working in um, like engineering sales and yep. um, like oil and gas and mining. And then I was also doing um, some real estate, so I was selling new homes. Oh yeah, cool. And so I was actually when I first started, I would, I would be 
you know, doing the real estate on the weekend, you know, yep. working out of a display home. Yeah, display homes, yeah. It was actually the first few sales uh, that I had, you know, as they were kind of coming in, that was how I was paying for my first staff. Yep. So, you know, I'd be working Pentanet, you know, Monday to Friday and the days in between, but then going to the display home, selling the houses on the weekend and <laughs> yeah, yeah. using the money that was coming in from there. To, to tide it over. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, also, I mean, did that, do, you think, um, do you think that helped you with the business at that point? Even just because you know, selling new homes are sales, you know, sales and business. There's no business without sales, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. You know? no, I'm really passionate about sales. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, so that, that, gave you an, that gave you an introduction to sales or it was a sales role. And yeah, it, I guess like learning sales, it kind of gives you like a newfound confidence yeah. in yourself and the ability to sell. It's... Yeah, I get, my dad was a, like, so we're a first generation migrant family. His yep. first job was selling World Book door to door. Wow, that would be difficult, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's something, it's just the reason I ask is it's something that a lot of business owners struggle with is sales, you know, and it, a lot of people have fantastic ideas, which obviously yours was a, was a fantastic idea, it's proven, but a lot of people have fantastic ideas, but they struggle to get it off the ground because they, they can't actually, they, they can get the idea off the ground, but they can't generate the business because yeah. they don't know how and they can't, they can't get the business in, basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think having the two together is very important. Having the idea and the concept and taking it to market, and then also being able to to get it out of there and to get people to buy the product, I think yeah, that's very yeah. important. I think the early sales with Pentanet was more just like me. I was talking about it. I was so passionate about it yeah. that I guess what sold it was like, hey, this this guy's really passionate about whatever this thing is. It was really difficult early on. You know, everyone was kind of waiting for the MBN, and this new technology wasn't really heard of. So I was out there, you know, knocking on doors saying, hey. I've got internet that's quicker than what you can get in two, three years' time. Yep. I can give it to you this afternoon. What, um, were, what was the reception to it? But what was people? Well, it was yeah. It was like, oh, hang on, like, yeah, is this a scam? Or something? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because people are so cynical, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you would so have been passionate because yeah, you, the, the passion yeah. like broke through, and it was yeah. like a big education piece initially. That mm-hmm. like, fixed wireless was a different kind of um, internet connectivity. Yeah, and it was also back then that we. I had to do something like big that kind of stood out. So we became the principal partner of the Perth Wildcats. Yes. So that was a good point in the business that kind of, it was a big risk at the time, but it kind of elevated our our company and our brand that, yeah. okay, well, it must be like a credible, you know, company. How did that come about then? Tell us a bit about that story. Because yeah, that's, that's a big punt for you in the early it was days. Big, that's, yeah, a big, that's a big deal, you know? Yeah, it still is. So I think the Wildcats were about a week or two out of the new season yeah. and um, there had been some, some things happen because it used to be Hyundai yeah. and I think they were just we, we'd been talking to the Wildcats about you know maybe getting something on the shorts or something like that um, but they were a few weeks out from um, the season and didn't have a principal partner so Tim and I my brother we kind of sat down together and we thought well look, it's a big big step and a big punt as you said yeah. but um, yeah we, we kind of just met with them and ended up kind of doing it and um, the club's been really supportive of us to date and it was a good move in the end how did you how did you identify that opportunity then how did you know that's how did you come across it I'm not sure exactly I think Tim was first exploring he's the he's the more keen sports person I play computer games so (laughs) I think he'd been talking to like you know some of the um, commercial coordinators from the different clubs and I guess when you when you're doing business and things, you always talk. You know about sponsorships and things that yeah. are out there. Yeah, yeah. The, it was a big um, decision to actually like move and, and become not not only a sponsor but the principal partner of the club. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. But it was really good. Like you know, now a lot of people that talk about Pentanet, they're like, oh, that's like the Wildcats. Thing. Yes. And all of a sudden, it became 
not like, hey, knocking on the door, like, hey, I've got this cool yeah. internet. So it's brand, like, aware, the brand awareness like, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm. I've seen that internet somewhere. Because oh, the Wildcats are not very much known for being, um, you know, very community-focused and very you oh, know, yeah, active like, in the local area yeah, as well. Yeah, which is exactly like what we kind of want to do yeah. as a business. You know, it's Perth-powered internet. We love giving back to Perth. and mm-hmm. Whether it's markets or basketball activations and things like that we love to get down there as well and so I mean, going back just going back to the early days then so you were doing the new home sales as you mentioned and that was helping you fund the fund the business in the beginning yeah, and, you, and you sold yeah. the house as well yeah, as you yeah, mentioned yeah. Um, and you started off because you identified a need you identified yeah. a problem that needed solving yep. beginning with yourself but more so for for the broader market and it, did you when you were back, just going back that were you, like prior to that? Did you ever consider like starting a business? Was there ever a thought? Did you have any sort of plans in, in motion? We're, we've always been like business minded as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned before, we're a first generation migrant family. So dad was working, you know, up until I think he was like mid forties, and then stepped out and kind of started his own business, like just working from home. Yep. So yeah, growing up, that would have been when I was an early teenager. So I kind of, you know, we saw what it is to kind of go and, you know, go and work yeah, and be on, yeah, 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 yeah. And you and get values from working in like that, you know, being around that. I was yeah, to people before. Like, yeah, yeah, all of our upbringing was around like family business and mm-hmm. you know, work uh, ethic. How, how, yeah, work ethic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was a big help and a big. It kind of showed us early on that like, oh, you can like this is a country where you can kind of step out and you can do something if you've got an idea, you can mm-hmm. like execute it and. As long as you wake up every day and you like are passionate about doing yeah. that thing, you can you can make it work. So you never had a, a, a sort of a specific business that you were going to start, but this just come about sort of. I've had the, like lots of different lots of little businesses all the way. <laughs> you know, I even yeah, even my paper round when I was ten or eleven, I yeah. was doing it. That I wanted to get more regions, so I'd like subcontract out and oh, cool. and um, like to family and my yeah. friends and, and in fact I got the idea because I used to subcontract it out Tim my brother's paper round yeah so I think I'm getting like 50 cents a week or something whatever yeah. so you were entrepreneurial anyway yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we um we enjoy business it's, yeah it's yeah and I can tell by I tell you still enjoy it because you're smiling as you're talking to me you know you're, you're yeah, you, yeah, you obviously sure. you enjoy obviously enjoy the the journey so so moving forward, then you 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 know you sell you sell a house. You do you were doing the new home sales. You get it funded. You partner up with the Perth Wildcats, mm-hmm. um, which is a fantastic opportunity for you. Then you then where where do you go from there? You start building the towers. Did more and more towers, and then it was really um, what built Pentonet was like myself, but also the team. Like yep. you know, we never really hired for staff. It was always someone would come and knock on the door and be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing in there? That looks cool." Yeah, like, it's kind of like okay, well yeah, come and help out and. You know, we've just got a team of, like, really passionate people. Mm-hmm. So that's a big driver as well into, like, growing good business is, like, getting the right people on board and then trusting those people. Like, yeah. you know, I can't do every role and every job. So you've got to, like, let people come in who are also passionate and, and good workers to come and play their part and give them the freedom, you know, to, to, to do, do it how they would do as well. I get the impression it's quite a, quite a fun company you have. I get the impression it'd be like, to work on a good working environment. To, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, a good no. uh, maybe a younger demographic and yeah, quite fun and forward thinking and yeah, absolutely. And um, what we did early on as well, I, I took a portion of like the Pentanet equity and distributed it amongst the staff. Ah, oh, awesome! So every single person that works at Pentanet is like a shareholder in Pentanet. Ah, wow! And did you was that something that you was that something that you had the foresight to think about doing, or was that something that you kind of decided? I think it's it's just that's like how a good family businesses kind of run yeah i think my dad did that with his business as well not not equity but like every year there was a 
portion that's you know goes as a bonus to all the staff and this was just a bonus in the sense that it's like have have a stake in the company that we're going to build together mm-hmm. you know, i don't want to go and build and, and own the whole thing myself um it, it, it should go to like all the people that are helping build it because ultimately i just want to build like a really cool internet a cool company work with cool people yeah. you know and i think to do that you need to um come up with a like a, a cool vibe that's, that's yeah. good to work for and get your and sta- keep your staff invested in what you're doing and as that, well that, that's the results you know yeah yeah so what and what what do you enjoy doing on a daily basis what's 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 fun for you what's what do you you know what, what do you enjoy doing <laughs> what do i like it from a work sense or? yeah 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 i like I, I like just like kind of going around as i said like you've got to give your teams like the flexibility to do what they want to do mm-hmm. i love just kind of going between the teams and like talking to the the managers and the and the people working and just kind of Seeing what they're up to, yeah, yeah, kind of just going around. I, yeah, I, I love all aspects of it, really. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Hard to pinpoint one exact one, but one thing I'd really love is like the team that's been built. Yeah, like it's it's really fun to go into work. We got you know Christmas holidays coming up. It's kind of like everyone's, oh, you know, maybe we'll still come in. <laughs> and you, you and you mentioned your, your brother, your brother Tim. So he's he's yeah. a, he's a he's a partner in the business with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's um, a director on the board as well. Yeah, and you do you do sort of slightly different things in the business. Yeah, well, Tim's got like a he's a chartered accountant, so he, he's got the finance background. And again, we've always done like our little businesses together mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. He was instrumental in like you know it's a, I've got like the the engineering and like the hands-on approach, but yep. then like we sit down together and also come up with the right like financials and, and commercial strategy two heads are better than one i guess in most Absolutely. scenarios you know yeah it's, now uh, yeah now there's 50 minds all working on the same the same goal which is even better than the two did you ever um oh you said you had little businesses and things in the past did you did you you know did you ever consider you said calculated risk earlier on you know mm. you said calculated risk did you ever doubt yourself did you ever when you start an up you know it's a big it's a big thing for someone to do you know and business even just someone starting a business take you know leaving a job and starting a small business is a big is a big leap of faith for someone so to the scale that you're at now, did you in the beginning? Did you ever? Did you doubt yourself? Did you? I think you know that might be the the, the trick to it all is you don't doubt yourself. Mm. Like you have bad days and like you have really good days, but everything that happens, like you just got to accept it. Like, well, that's that's something that's required to happen to achieve the end goal that you know is going to happen. And I think if you carry that mindset, yeah, you can kind of do anything in, in life. And you, you're quite a positive person in general, and you you know you you approach things like that. So you yeah yeah uh, yeah I'm quite positive. Doesn't always show like sometimes. <laughs> but in my mind, I am. Yeah. But you know, you said calculated risk, and that and that's the one that's the one thing I heard when you were talking about. It. You know, it's it is, it's taking it's taking risks, but it's also it's, making and, and measured. perseverance. Yeah. absolutely. yeah. Taking do, taking measures. Yeah, some days yeah. are hard. I've got a very supportive wife as well. Jen yeah. is yeah, always awesome. been there, and that, yeah. that's a big um, key to it all. You just keep trucking, just and keep it is a family business as well, as you say. You know, it's in family businesses. You see so so many family businesses throughout the world, but in Perth in particular, there's so many businesses that started off as family businesses yeah. that have grown to huge success stories. And yeah, you you definitely. seem to be on track to be doing the exact same. Yeah, well, family business they've got like the best values as a company, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you can maintain those values and then scale the business with those values, it's just a better environment and better company for everyone involved, from the people working in it to the customers. And what are, what's the what are your plans with Pentanet moving forward? And what's your what's your sort of forward thinking? I just want to build, keep building like the fastest internet. Really passionate about Perth and our city, so that's obviously where we, we base ourselves. And so we're going to start bringing out cooler, newer technology that delivers internet even quicker. We're going to get involved in cloud gaming, which is you know dialing back to our passion, which is the gaming side. Yeah. 
So what we want to do, we ultimately want to replace the need to have a computer. So what cloud gaming is and cloud computing, your, your computer, you don't actually need it at the home anymore. So you pay a subscription and you get access to that computer in, in the data center. So pretty much like the computer starts to live in the internet. Oh, wow. And this technology exists like elsewhere around the globe, but the reason it's not here yet is because our internet isn't quick enough to support it. Are we, in, in, in Australia, or Perth in particular, are we kind of behind the, behind the, the well, eight ball a little bit with those things? We were. Until yeah, <laughs> until you guys started. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> good answer. No, I mean, it's because uh, it's not a field that I know overly, you know, too much mm. about myself, but certainly Perth as a place, it's came a long way in the last, well, I've lived here 15 years, it's came a long way in 15 years. It's, yeah, it's more modern, it's vibrant, there's more people, mm. there's more things to do. But the technology space, it's not something I know about. So Yeah, it's, well, it's definitely behind. I think Australia, just in general, is such a run fiber optics and stuff everywhere. You know, it's very expensive, which is why NBN opted for these different kind of multi-mix technologies. Yeah, like okay. using old copper phone lines. And There's a few big players in your industry as well, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, you're a big player, obviously, now. Well, but not not just yet but yeah yeah, we're up against you know in that space there's well-known companies so that's a you know it's a huge um you know fair fair play to you for actually going and taking them on you know it's a a tough one to crack yeah um, but it's just that everything that the way it's done or was done is was archaic enough that like there's room for a new player to come in and and do it better and, and differently and i think there's a big um you know it was all kind of price driven like people think of internet internet's just the same thing it's just if I get it cheaper, that's a better deal. Yeah. But that's not the case. Like, you know, for a company that just do their internet cheaper, it means that they're, like, skimping somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe you'll have, like, worse peak time. Or maybe when you call up, you know, you won't get someone local. You know, all these things cost additional money. Yeah. But if that's what people want, you know, if they want the best internet, if they want to call and, like, talk to someone, if they want people that actually care and passionate about the mm. internet, then that's that's what we stand for and they know that they can come to us for that yeah we won't always be like the you know rock being the rock bottom price isn't that's not what we do like we do the better service and support and technology and how, how do you think as the business grows how do you because that we spoke of fair briefly about you know customer service and personal personal engagement and in, in meeting customers and having a you're obviously yeah. perf based and you're very passionate about being a perf based company that mm. that you're accessible to your market yeah um, and you said that you're, as you say, you're you're very you're very passionate about that. And but how how do you think you, as time goes on, as you're going to scale the business, as the business grows, which it seems to be moving in that direction, how do you think you're going to manage that and you know manage that customer service levels? Because you see a lot of these companies that you know the the I'd say more so it's in your a, space, yeah, yeah. you know, that they, they they have premises outsourced somewhere else all of a sudden, or. So yeah. how, how do you think you'll manage that? I think, well, we've got to manage it exactly like this. Like, we've got to manage expectations and manage the messaging about what our company does and, yeah. and what we do as a business. Like this, you know, I'm saying the, these are the things that we provide, like yeah. local support, local service. Um, and we're not, we're not just the cheapest provider. Mm-hmm. Like, so if we manage the expectation of that with the, the people that are important, which are the customers, they won't come to and we won't have to get involved in the rat race of, like, just dropping and dropping the price which means we can like always maintain and, and keep the, the current level of service and what we do in the market today. And you still enjoy what you're doing, as you said, and you, yeah, you, you yeah. know, it's, you're passionate about it and you have fun and you've got a good team around you. What do you do yourself for, you know, you said the gaming? But yeah, yeah, like, I don't play as many games anymore as I would like to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like gaming. I love cars. I love cars. Um, one of my first jobs was a car detailer. So oh, awesome, yeah. On the weekend, I love... It's like my bit of meditation. I like yeah. detail my car. Yeah, cool. And yeah, just seeing friends and um, a lot of a lot of the games and stuff that we play is actually with all the people in the office. Like we might play Civilization on the weekend or something. Yeah. 
So we're always kind of hanging out. We just do different things. And and you, you're local. You're local to. You were from Duncraig originally. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Duncraig. Yeah, yeah. So St Stephen's High School. I think Saint is that Stevens, where you went yep, to. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good school. But you know, when you're at, one thing I was curious about is schools. Here, I, I was in school in Scotland, but um, is there is there any sort of do you learn any sort of entrepreneurship at schools? Do you think in Australia? Do you, is that is that skills you're learning at school, or is there things you know? Is there things? Yeah. You're, is it being encouraged? Is it being encouraged? Is my question. Think, being an entrepreneur, it's. It's more like it's a it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter like what school you're at or this or that. It's like it's a mentality that, that you'll have on life. Mm-hmm. You'll like come across a situation and see something. Oh, well, hang on, that can be done a lot better. Yeah. And you'll start to like get these ideas on on how it can be done. I think school was a really good time for me. Like you know, it's I think back at St Stephen's, it was a really good school. School is kind of like I see it as yeah, like learning how to how to work effectively and learning like social relationships and that kind of thing. It's yeah, I think being an entrepreneur or like starting a business, I think that comes down to like you yourself personally, and, yeah. or like your your family. If that's kind of your upbringing, is to to not be scared of it, yeah, you know, to get out there and give it a go and give it a bash, yeah. yeah. And be, yeah. you said resilient, didn't you? Be resilient and have that mindset and yeah, keep, yeah. keep going after it, yeah, and keep going. Because they're doing a, they're doing a lot of things and they, and they're doing a lot of sort of entrepreneurship courses and yeah. degrees and stuff nowadays that they never did before. And that's why I was I've had someone on and we were talking about it in the past and. That's why I was asking about the school situation. You know, if there's if it's ever, but I think you're probably just that way inclined. You're up the either. I'm, I'm that way inclined. I guess I was fortunate as well to have like dad and my brother. Mm-hmm. Like we were always talking about business and that. So maybe in a way it was like a the school of business. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, with the yeah. street smart aspect. Um, but uh, yeah, I suppose if you didn't have access to that, it'd be good to yeah. Like if there's certain courses or that that are around that could just probably break like lift the veil on like what it is to start and run a business. Like it's yeah. not that. You know, it's not that it's a difficult thing, but it's not totally scary. Like once you get involved, I think a lot of people might have ideas and, and want to do things, but they think, "Oh no, that's too hard. I can't, I can't do that." If you can just break down that little barrier, and maybe it is just knowing a little bit more about how it works, where a course could come in handy. Yeah. If you can get over that, then go give it a go. You know? And how long has the journey been since you started then? So when when do you start putting it? Um, I think it's been close to four years now. Yeah. yeah. And looking back over those four years, like you've, you know, you've very quick. yeah, you've yeah. come you've come a long way, obviously, in a in a short period of time, and mm. you must be very proud of what you're you've achieved and the team you're building. Yeah, look, I'm I'm more proud of the team than I am of myself. And people say quite often, oh, you must be very proud. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just it's just kind of what I do each day. Like it's I get up and do the thing and do your work. Yeah, I'm, I definitely have moments of being proud, but it's more of like. I'm proud of the team and, and the people around me. And what would you say to someone that's listening, a small business owner or somebody that's thinking of starting a business? What would be your what would your be your sort of one piece of advice to say, you know, what 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 would it be? What would you suggest to do? I think as cliche as it might sound, I think you, you can do anything you put your mind to. You just yeah. gotta do that. Get out and do it basically. Yeah. Do you find it hard to switch off? You said the yeah. cars. You said the cars. You do the yeah, detailing. Yeah. So you. Mo- so what do you find that you know do, as a business owner, lots of lots of things going on, moving parts, staff to deal with. Do you, do you, how, yeah, how do you, yeah. How do you manage Look, it? Definitely, like it's hard to switch off. But um, I guess for me, like just switching off completely is not like a thing that I super desire. Like, yes. I, I don't mind not switching yeah. off. Albeit, yeah. like yeah, you gotta you gotta do some little things like playing computer games or something. Like that's mm-hmm. a that's a time that I can like play the game and. For that forty minutes, I don't have to think about yes, the business. Completely zoned out. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm zoned in zoned to, the, to the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and you're winning. That, are you winning at the same? Are you winning um, at the same time? <laughs> no, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting better, getting better. I started, so I was in, with League of Legends, I was ranked bronze. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's my internet. I gotta, <laughs> so I, I fixed the internet and I'm, I'm almost gold. Yeah. You know, we also own a, a pro team and everything like that. Oh, so now cool. the, yeah, the gaming has become business and, yeah. and I still get to... But it's good you get to do. It's good that you get to do your passion together with you know earning a living at the end of the day. You know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a very fortunate thing. There's a lot of people that that want to do that and don't get to. You know, so mm. um, and if you do get to switch off and play the games every now and then, and it's even better, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got the games and I can wash my car. That's all. Yeah, no, that's awesome. enough switching off for me. If anybody wanted to to sort of learn more about Pentonet and you know what you're doing in the local area, obviously you do. A, there's a lot of marketing and you're around yeah, the place. But how how would they access it and where would they Luke and yeah, I, I suppose yeah, you'd go to our website, pentanet.com.au. There's a lot of material up there, and if internet is a frustration for you, um, you know, you can come over to our network, and it, and it won't be, because there's a, a group of really passionate people, as I've mentioned, who are like they get up and live and breathe, um, you know, getting rid of that frustration for people. No worries, Stephen. Well, Luke, thanks so much for for coming on the show, mate. It's been really great to, to hear no, about the Pentanet story and. You know, I've been wanting to have you on for a while. Actually, I identified you guys as a, you know, as a company that's moving forward. It's a really good story to to learn about as well. And I think you are doing a fantastic thing in the in the local area. So, you know, thanks very much. Well, well, well done to you. It's it's fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Business Growth Podcast. If you enjoyed it and you want to come back for more, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can catch up with me on social media on Facebook at Make My Business Better, Instagram at Business Growth AU, or you can jump on our website www.businessgrowthperf.com.au. See you next time.